The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hi, everyone. We're here today at the North American Spine Society meeting with Richard, who underwent a lumbar spine fusion. My name is Dr. Vivek Mohan, and we're here to discuss the patient's perspective of a lumbar fusion. From interviewing Richard today, we hope to glean the patient's perspective and how they managed to have a successful outcome from a lumbar fusion and what processes they underwent, including conservative treatment options all the way through the surgery and post-operative recovery timeframe. Again, thank you, Richard, for being here today and giving us your perspective. So, Richard, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Feel fantastic. So, what were your symptoms you were having before surgery, and for how long were they going on? I have a very long commute to the uh, the office, uh, particularly coming home from the office. That was uh, about two hours. And what I started to notice was that at the end of the commute, my lower and upper thighs were becoming very sore and stiff when I went to get out of the, uh, the vehicle. And the pain progressed to a very uh, serious stage. I also was experiencing significant lower back pain from, for example, standing very long on a cement uh, floor. I would actually have to sit down after about 30 or 35 minutes because of the, uh, the pain I experienced in my you know, lower back. So Richard, could you elaborate on the conservative treatment options that you underwent prior to considering surgery and how effective were they? I visited my uh, primary care physician uh, and after discussing the symptoms and the length of time I was experiencing them, he uh, uh, referred me to physical therapy. And I had approximately 15 sessions uh, with a physical therapist. And unfortunately, that didn't really provide the relief uh, that I was looking for. Afterwards, um, I was referred to a pain management clinic where I was given um, some steroids. The first uh, three shots, I think I was permitted within a six-month period. And the first injection uh, into my lower spine resulted in some significant relief for about three to four weeks and then the pain slowly returned so I went in for another injection probably about you know as I said or somewhere around four weeks after the first and unfortunately that injection only lasted for about two weeks and so at the end of that I had my last one which I was hoping would uh, last for the remainder of the uh, the six months and it only lasted two weeks also. So within the two and a half to three months I had uh, completed the whole course of treatment that was permitted under that 
uh, type of medical option. And did you try any medications to give you relief in the beginning? Um, I was on some um, opiates, uh, mainly for the pain, but and, and some and maybe some muscle relaxers, but that's not something that I really wanted to continue to take due to um, you know the driving, the commute, and under other aspects that I didn't want to you know to cloud my my ability to think or uh, mobility. I also agree with you, Richard. I do not believe in prescribing narcotics or opioids long-term for pain management. And this is especially true if there's a strong indication that surgery would provide significant benefit. At what point, Richard, did you decide that surgery was the next step? And were there any quality of life issues that were also in play? There was absolutely a quality of life issue because the amount of pain that I was experiencing uh, did not uh, allow me or provide me the opportunity to do things that I wanted to do. Um, After the physical therapy and the pain management uh, sessions were completed, the only option uh, was surgery, I felt. And in fact, I looked forward to it because it was an opportunity to reduce slash eliminate uh, the problems that I was, uh, was having. And I'm a, a fairly active individual, so that being uh, stoic or you know, limited on what I could do uh, was not really characteristic of me. So when Richard came into my office to discuss surgical options, we reviewed his MRI and his symptoms. I explained to him that he has spinalolisthesis, which is a instability of the spine. And in his case, this was a degenerative condition. I also did explain to him that this condition is often treated with surgery if it had failed conservative treatment. Surgical treatment for this condition has been shown to have good outcomes. I would like to ask Richard today what concerns he or his family had before the surgery. I would say that there were certainly some uh, cautious concerns uh, by my, uh, my, my spouse and other family members. Um, you know, the thought of, quote, messing with your spine, unquote, uh, can be somewhat scary when you understand how many nerves and what they control are, and fortunately, as a part of my um, visit with Dr. Mohan, I learned a lot about spine and nerves, which really gave me confidence in having the procedure done. Um, I had to somewhat uh, show caution to my spouse and family because you know, quite honestly, there's always a possibility that a procedure could go sideways, and with the spine, it could have numerous effects. But all in all, after dialoguing um, with my family and Dr. Mohan, surgery seemed like uh, the best option, 
and despite the potential risks, I, um, I personally felt that the risks would be minimum. So in preparation for surgery, were there any concerns or possibility of wanting a, a second opinion? Sometimes family members will ask you to go get a second opinion. Were these thoughts in your head? And in general, what gave you solace to go ahead and have the procedure done with the particular doctor you had? And also, what made you comfortable to make your decision and move forward? The, uh, the need for a second opinion or the desire was, you know, was, was real, and I did seek multiple opinions. In fact, uh, you, Dr. Mohan, were, was my uh, second um, doctor giving me an opinion on the, uh, the surgery. Looking at how I kind of came up with, um, A, the decision to have surgery and B, to have you be my surgeon, uh, involved a lot of questions and a lot of research, quite act honestly. I uh, did a fair amount of research on the, uh, on the internet as far as the doctors uh, who were in the spine clinic for the medical group that I belonged to. And I looked at patient reviews I looked at education of the uh, physicians. I looked, um, you know, at their, um, where they published or what their specialties were. So I think I did a, a pretty good job of, let's call it an informal background check uh, with the doctors. Um, but I think what was really important to me is it's not the, you know, the age um, or the years in practice or necessarily the school that the doctor attended. It's more about having confidence in a particular person uh, and how they engage with the parent, the patient. Um, I felt you were um, connected with me, and I believe that you really cared about giving me the best possible care that you could provide. Um, so I felt that that connection between doctor and patient uh, was really important, and I found that you had that more so than the other uh, physician that I originally spoke to. So Richard, now that you're approximately seven months post-op, how do you feel the recovery has been going? And what would you tell yourself to do differently if you had to do it all over again, especially now that you've gone through the recovery process? Prior to the uh, surgery, I attended a class at the hospital uh, sponsored on the surgery and recovery, uh, you know, post-operative recovery process. And during that educational class, they you know, gave a lot of suggestions and hints ranging from um, having help with one particular type of, uh, of uh, exercise versus, um, you know, having uh, 
per I should say purchasing items that will help your recovery such as a stool a waterproof stool to uh, fit into the shower when you take a when you take a shower um, or a walker or some of these um, other items of convenience that you really take for granted but they really become aids uh, when you're going through the recovery because one, I remember also the education that I got in the hospital before I was discharged. Um, the physical therapy uh, department that he came in and uh, was talking to me. And I'll never forget it because it's a BLT and it's not bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. It's the bending, the lifting, and the twisting. So that for the first uh, uh, three months of my recovery, the direction was don't bend, don't twist, don't lift. And that's a lot easier said than done just because we're all uh, so ingrained in doing things a certain way. Um, with the belt that I was provided to give stability to my back, that did help remind me not to bend or twist because it you know, was somewhat stiff around my, you know, my back. And at the same time, I was wearing the, uh, uh, for a couple hours a day, the spinal um, growth apparatus. And sitting down with that, um, in addition to the other uh, the aids, I think was really important and very educational. And during the recovery process, um, Dr. Mohan um, signed me up to receive a uh, external bone stimulator, which um, I understand accelerates the uh, growth of the chips, bone chips that were implanted um, to uh, take care of the fusion. Um, I also read a lot of articles about the surgery, both pre and post, um, not only from medical experts, but also from patients um, and their recovery, what they did, um, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Uh, and I, I guess I can say that if I look back to uh, when I was a kid and what I know now, I don't think I'd be doing as much bending at the waist versus squatting down and using the legs to lift things that you're always taught about but you never listen and you know and you do. Um, that was probably one of the difficult parts of the recovery was really um, doing squats instead of bending over and quite honestly that was for me the best recovery because that was where my issues were um, to begin with. My tightness in the thighs and the lower back pain. So it actually became a good, uh, you know, a good exercise. Um, so also I had a question about your recovery. In terms of your recovery, how would you characterize it? Was it easy, challenging, and was it about, did it meet your expectations or was it above and beyond your expectations in terms of challenging? How would you describe it? 
I think the, uh, both the education system or the educational class at the uh, hospital and the coaching from the physical therapist uh, really gave me an accurate picture of what I should you know, expect. Um, and I think my, my wife had participated in both of those sessions as well so that she was pretty well um, knowledgeable on what I could do and what I couldn't do. Um, so she was very supportive and I think that's really important in this process because you're limited so much the first three months, not to mention, you know, while things will get easier uh, as you progress through the recovery period, the first couple of months are just, you know, with activities that you're not accustomed uh, to doing. So, um, I mean, I'm glad I followed the instructions because uh, I felt or I feel so much better. Um, but again, I think the toughest part was the no BLT. So during my recovery, um, I, I really didn't experience significant pain. Uh, I would say for the first week, um, I did experience some pain just because the procedure itself required uh, the nerves inside the uh, spine to be somewhat relocated temporarily while the, the surgeon was uh, doing his thing. But um, after that, I was only maybe a week, maybe two weeks max using some opiate uh, medicine on kind of an as-needed basis, so it wasn't regular. Um, I would do it certainly at night because moving and turning uh, in the night would, uh, would wake me up, but that only lasted for, you know, a couple of weeks. And even before surgery, um, I was not um, a heavy opiate user. Um, I tried to limit it to only when I was having some serious, you know, serious pain. So, you know, afterwards, uh, not a big deal. Um, that certainly was not um, a concern to me either because compared to the pain that I had pre-surgery uh, and even the pain post-surgery, they weren't even comparable. Meaning a lot better after surgery. Oh, unbelievably better after surgery. And in terms of that post-op recovery period, uh, how vital or what aspect did your family play in helping you get through that recovery phase? What were their uh, duties and what, uh, what did they play in part of your life to help you recover? My wife certainly um, was my main go-to person um, she assisted me and, you know, um, you know, for the first, at least the first few weeks, a lot more in the, uh, for example, uh, when I needed to, you know, to bathe or take a shower, um, or, uh, needed to do, um, some, uh, walking, uh, with the walker, um, the exercises that, you know, you, Dr. Mohan, suggested I do. She would accompany me on those, uh, you know, walks to make sure that I wouldn't, you know, stumble or fall, give me some stability. And as time uh, moved on, 
uh, and I was able to do more on my own, then she was able to, um, you know, somewhat, uh, I was able, let's say, to rely on her less. Um, but in the interim, uh, she was uh, uh, so supportive and cooperative um, with, with everything, whether it's bending down to feed the dog or um, I drop something on the floor or, you know, what have you. Um, you know, the family was, was very, very supportive. And even uh, the fact that, you know, I could not drive for um, a certain point in time, um, you know, she would, uh, she would go out and take care of those uh, necessary duties that I usually would, uh, would take care of. So family is instrumental in the recovery process because otherwise there was no way you could get food, clean your house, drive to places, especially in the immediate mm -hmm. post-operative time frame. And lastly, would you recommend this procedure, if appropriate, for patients to undergo and any recommendations to other patients in terms of preparation or expectations? Considering the level of pain that I had, I, I can imagine there are a lot of other patients out there with the same level of pain, if not more. Um, but if, if they've gone through the physical therapy, pain management um, processes, and the um, MRI supports um, that the surgery could bring a better quality of life to that person, I would say find yourself a surgeon that you have confidence in, that you connect with, uh, who can teach you as well as perform surgery on you. Um, I would recommend that uh, the procedure be done. I feel just so much better um, than I did before and in fact my daughter was married three and a half to four weeks after the surgery, and I was there walking her down the aisle. Uh, I had my belt on. No one could see it because I had the tuxedo on, but I was there to walk her down the aisle, and I've never, I've never looked back, never questioned uh, not having it done. It was absolutely one of the best decisions that I made. Well, I wanted to thank you, Richard, for your time spent today with us discussing your surgery and outcomes in the recovery process. And I hope that this information will provide other patients some guidance toward a successful outcome for their lumbar spine condition. And finally, I would like to thank the North American Spine Society for helping support patient education. Thank you.